Last time on Forever GM Presents Merkborg, our group of travelers were attacked by ghouls in the ruins of the city of Zolg. It took some clever tactics and a convenient distraction from Repose's undead companion, but they managed to fight off the ghouls and begin making their way out of the city when they saw three headlamps in the distance looking toward them. There were three humanoid-looking fellas in the distance. You can't quite make them out with with their light, you know, kind of in your eyes. But they're each wearing kind of like a miner's helmet with a a lantern, like a bullseye lantern, kind of built into the front of the hat. And they've got little candles in them. But I was going to, like, turn to Lucas and be like, oh, this is some some weird ghouls. I don't think they're ghouls, he says. (laughs) You see, like, a visible face of shock. (laughs) <laughs> and surprise <laughs> what <laughs> uh so the people they're they're like 60 feet away from you they're kind of down this long hallway uh and it, it extends way past them you can see and there's a couple of branching tunnels that kind of go off in either direction even past that but to, the three people kind of like very quickly whisper a couple words between each other and then uh the biggest one who again you can only kind of see their outlines because they're lights are in your your faces um Mm -hmm. the biggest one kind of removes its helmet and gets its light out of your face and kind of uh puts the helmet under its arm so it's kind of illuminating his face and he's this tall bearded very dirty man (laughs) just covered in in filth kind of not appealing not as gross as reposed (laughs) yeah it's true he's a very big guy and he's kind of just covered in uh like his outfit is just Belts, buckles, pulleys, ropes. He's just decked out in like, it looks like his clothing is mostly climbers kits. Like, like he has fashioned clothing out of the parts of different climbing kits. Damn. (laughs) He kind of like steps forward and and turns back to the other two and holds up his hand like, no, I got this. It's okay. And he uh, steps a little bit closer to you guys. He he makes it kind of halfway. So he walks forward about 30 Mm -hmm. feet towards you and sort of gestures with his hand in welcoming reposed flutters forward just a terrifying creature of the darkness he recoils just a little bit but he's he's holding his ground uh the name's boris uh you all you don't look like ghouls thank you that is very kind well i mean that one kind of (laughs) does are you talking about the donkey because yes technically he is heart cool now Augustus turns to like the group and just looks over all of them. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. They are ghouls." <laughs> <laughs> Augustus immediately draws a line. <laughs> uh, we're climbers. Do you know what that means? He says, "No." Would Faton know what that means? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, you've heard of climbers. They're they're technically like a cult. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I thought you just meant like climbing. Mm. What the? F- oh no, they cult? do that too. They do that too. But they're technically kind of like a religious cult. They believe that they can reach uh, the land of sky or the land of tall ceilings, depending on you know which sect you're talking mm. to, uh, by climbing constantly. The problem is that the way that the under works, uh, no matter how long you travel, you'll or how far up you go, you'll always eventually find yourself just miles, miles deeper than you were. 
So one climber is said, this is something Vatan knows is just like their common lore. One climber is said to have successfully escaped the under. And it's said that she did so by not seeking escape and just kind of traveling. So some of them try to like kind of put themselves in that like Zen empty thought, no thoughts head empty monks. Yeah, basically rock climbing cult monks. Yes. Mm Y'all, this is trippy. But they are yeah. not like they're they're definitely not like warlike or dangerous as compared to most types of people you might meet down here. Most cults, especially, you might meet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make an assumption here that Kerm knows absolutely nothing about that. Probably. So yeah, he just kind of retracts his hand a little bit after the only one to move forward is something that he doesn't want to shake hands with. <laughs> um, Vinod could be pretty friendly, I think, kind of find something very fun about that story. Maybe not necessarily in the most respectful way, but it's like, yeah. oh, you know, uh, and we'll maybe step up and be like, oh, climbers, uh, you guys do a lot of funky stuff. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um. What do you right. mean, Vatan? What do they do? It's in their name. It's actually pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, we, we climb. He's Boris says. <laughs> yeah. He's right, actually. That sounds unremarkable. Good for you. <laughs> Are you in search of the heavens? We are in search of the land of tall ceilings, he says. Did you leave this building because we're in a gather? That is the idea, yes. We will eventually leave, he says. No, this cavern has tall ceilings. Welcome home. Well, we're looking for one that's so high that you can't see him. Like the sky? I don't know what that means, but... I am from above the ceiling world, right? Yeah, you are. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, wow, wow. I wonder what that's like. (laughs) You're you're holding it a secret? Kinda. There are no ceilings in the sky, except for... The cloaks of the elders. Huh. He kind of like looks back at the other two and they look similarly like intrigued by what you've just said. And the two of them kind of like walk up. One of them is uh, a woman who is similarly very filthy, just covered in dirt. Uh, And her, her outfit is very similar to his. It's sort of kit bashed together from climbing kits and leather scraps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the last guy is, uh, much, much older, and he looks a little frail, but it he's got that old man strength, those, like, iron tendons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever he, when oh, he's moving, yeah. you just see it looks like he's just shot through with steel cord, you know? Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he kind of, like, they both move up to you guys. So you've, you've seen it, then? Yes, I've seen many things. You're from the above? I'm from and above. There's more than one, he says. The oldest man just kind of looks like, closes his eyes a little and nods and grabs at his chin. Yes, of course, to make it through the 33 lives, you must go to many planes. Huh. Well, we've never heard of such things, but perhaps if you're from the above, you can help us find our way there. That is not my intention, but if it happens very well. Would you care to have us come along? We can hold our own and we're quite useful he says and repose kind of like cocks their head and in a way that like really makes you think they've dislocated a vertebrae oh, uh, and blinks at them and goes you could be a useful sacrifice to Ebna. 
I do not want them. <laughs> Speaking of those such such things, though, you feel a warmth at your side, uh, uh, Kerm, as the bottle of blood that you extracted from the uh, blood mire is just kind of glowing with bright red light. Uh, the rest of you do not see it glowing. Only he does. So as soon as that starts happening, or as soon as I notice it, I think that whatever's happening in the conversation between the rest of these people in this cavern just is drowned out. It sounds like adults talking and Charlie Brown. And just, yeah, and I am just like holding this thing inches in front of my face and drooling. <laughs> feel like you can hear something but you can't quite make out what the words are you think you might want to uncork it because it sounds like it's being you know stifled by the cork (laughs) yeah i do that i uncork it okay uh you pop it open and you just hear the words of uh malay's bride of the flesh say their blood will ease the way allow them (gasps) allow them to join you I just push ahead. I don't, I barely even have recognized up to this point that they want to join us, but I think I just like try to push to everyone. And I'm like, yes, yes, we will, we will have you. <laughs> oh. well, well, good then, Boris says, and he kind of like looks to back to the other two. And I, I turn back and forth between Repose and Vatant, just like smiling wide <laughs> and like nodding as if like, did I do a good thing? Oh my God. <laughs> Um, the other two introduce themselves. Their names are Micah and Nagel. Um, they inform you that they just came down from above and they're looking for another way up, basically. And they kind of scouted out the cavern that you guys just came in through and were like, eh, nope, that's full of ghouls. <laughs> so they're thinking of turning the other way and uh, they'll happily show you where that is if you want. And reposed as soon as uh, they know which way to go is just happy to like start fluttering along because they have complete faith that Epna is going to take them wherever it is they need to go. So whatever. Okay. So if you kind of follow their direction, uh, it, it's where it tees up ahead where I described it kind of going off in a couple different directions. They tell you to hang a left. And as you guys travel that way, pretty quickly you come to the, a, a sort of a ledge that hangs over a very steep drop that has a couple of ladders leading down on either side. But up here on this ledge with you are a gigantic uh, valve wheel and something that looks like a like a lever or toggle kind of built onto the other side of the wall. What you see below you uh, in this vast drop, or after this vast drop, is a series of very wide, very deep kind of like half pipes. It looks kind of like a huge, overly complex sewer system. And you see big open pipes kind of along the wall all over the place. In the distance, you see uh, it looks like there's no physical way across one of the biggest of these um, sort of half pipes. And there's a series of little tiny pinpricks of light down there that are kind of in a row, kind of like, you know, like a like tiki torches or something kind of lined up. Yeah. And it looks like they're kind of disappearing around a corner like they're leading somewhere. I mean, it feels like we should go down the sewers, right? We, we got cli- cli- some climbers on us. So. <laughs> you know what they say, you got to climb down to go up, right? I mean, sometimes, Boris. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, Nagel nods, the old man. You guys make your way down, and you see 
you see a couple more of these uh, like valve wheels once you get down there and a lot more of these big open pipes coming out through the walls and hanging over mm-hmm. the, the half pipes in the floor. Uh, and once you walk all the way down there, basically that the basin is like 15 feet deep and you're not sure kind of how to, and like 30 feet wide. So you're not really sure how to bridge that gap. Shall I, shall I ferry you across? Oh yeah, you could fly. I don't even walk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Proposed will like grab Augustus's arm and just say, shall I ferry you across again? Uh, Augustus will uh, will like agree and be like, it it was harrowing, but not so much more than me seeing you seeing what you do. So yes. All right. So go ahead and roll me a strength uh, test. One of my worst deaths. <laughs> yeah, that's an eight. Okay. Um. Well, you can't quite get <laughs> off the ground with with Augustus. You try and you get like a couple inches, and then mm-hmm. your arms just kind of give out. You think you might be too tired after uh, after the fight. Mm. More than appropriate, yes. It is quite hard to carry all of this muscle. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. I have grown weak in my travels. You must make haste to the other side. If I had enough sticks, I could, I could stitch together. <laughs> Do you have anything like a, a net or a rope or a ladder? Well, we got lots of ropes, the climbers say. Let me double check. I have I have a lot of rope, and I have chalk, and I have a large iron hook. Yeah, they they the climbers also have have a bunch of ropes and hooks. I have heavy chain, so if we need to like tie off to something. So, uh do you guys give me a presence test to kind of work together with your different um components and try to make basically a, a you know a nice rope to get down to the bottom that'll hold on to this side each of us or just one uh anyone who's interested to try to help out oh okay. wait pre- my presence is shit oh that's not it's my worst stat at two you can you can choose to help by just providing resources instead of rolling i provide rope because i as a rich person yeah there you go oh well, you own I, the means of production. Got a nice eight. <laughs> at first, uh, Kerm is not interested in this at mm-hmm. all um, because his only goal is to just f- basically follow Vatan and now these climbers as well. Uh, but once he sees that Vatan and the climbers are very interested in doing this, uh, he kind of wants to do what he can to help. So he like takes out some of his lard and, <laughs> and holds it out to you Here. as <laughs> if it will help you. <laughs> Beautiful. Almost the opposite of helpful. <laughs> Need some lard? Definitely not helpful. You don't want to grease that rope. Let's grease that rope. Up. Does this help? <laughs> I rolled, even though I guess I was just giving utilities. Okay, but I got five. Oh my god! I got an so eight. We... I thought that was going to be the worst roll. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> don't you? Vatan has you covered. Oh, thanks. Um, the climbers are kind of like thinking this over oh yeah okay uh they they say give us uh like 10 minutes 
and they just kind of sit down and start kind of sort of undressing as they're sort of unspooling parts of their outfits off of themselves. <laughs> and they kind of just sit there in this little like knitting circle where they kind of tie these really complex looking like sailors knots in all of these ropes. And they just toss it down the side after hooking it into one of those little uh, valve wheels on this side of the, the thing. And you've kind of made a rope ladder now. And they just kind of shimmy down it, two of them, leaving Boris up top. And then the camera pans over to us. <laughs> Being excessively less helpful. Yeah, Batana's like tangled in rope. <laughs> Proposed oh, is staring at their donkey being like, what can I use from you? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're no. not sure how to get the donkey across. Um, it's something that occurs to you. I think it's I'm covered in lard. intestines. Go ahead oh, and roll God. me presents. I'll roll presents for once. Oh my God. 14. And 19, my word. Ooh, a four? I got a 20. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Nat 20? Or total? No, no, modified. So the 19 and the 20, both of you notice when they're kind of like going down this rope and and it's tugging on uh, the hooks that they've attached it to, you notice that the valve wheel kind of screaks a little bit and just a trickle of water starts coming out of like all of the pipes surrounding you. Just the teeniest little bit. Uh, Is it drinkable water? <laughs> you don't know. Is it clear? Mm, if you go up to one of the streams that's just kind of like coming down over your head, by the time you get up close enough to it, it does not smell very good. Uh, it looks kind of gray. Wait, like gray, like like gray gray or like gross, like dirty water gray? Like it's got junk floating in it. Okay, cool. I was like, yeah. <laughs> is it like some weird other fluid? Okay. <laughs> Proposed will stare at it and then go over to Vatan and ask, can you breathe water? Uh, huh. <laughs> Not sure you've ever tried. That's what I'm thinking, because like the, I, the, the, the mechanical answer is no, I have nothing. But I'm trying to think if Vatan would be like, no. Because or... we might be flooding ourselves down here. Huh. Well, uh. Do you know if lizards can breathe underwater? I think they can. <laughs> hey, worth a shot. <laughs> Very well. Oh, no. No need to be concerned. I, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, I love this. Vatan is like, well, time to find out. <laughs> what you guys... Okay, what, what are you guys doing? And then Reposed will, like, half flutter, half crawl down the rope. <laughs> like, upside down, too. Like, head first. That's pretty badass. Can we yell out at towards the? Uh, oh yeah, they're just uh, like the climbers, All like right. twenty feet below you. Oh, they're not like not super far. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I, since Fatan wasn't the one who saw it, wasn't entirely sure. I think we'll be like, wait, should we let the climbers know? You did see um, Augustus kind of walk over to and then inspect this trickle of water. So, and now that you've noticed it, you are noticing that like all like. 20, 30 pipes that are in this room are all kind of trickling now. So it's actually oh. building up a decent amount of noise. Okay, yeah. Uh, Vatan will probably just uh, hey climbers. Oh, kind of look up at you. And there's reposed upside down. Uh. <laughs> we'll just gesture towards the the leakage. It's, it's getting watery. Oh it's, no. <laughs> what's uh, What's that about? Did it, I thought you would know. Well, I don't know. 
The old man just shrugs. Huh. It's coming out of the walls, he says. It do be coming out of the walls. Well, we can unspin most of this rope and uh, use it to shimmy up the other side, Boris says. How will you get my donkey across? Um, Should he jump? That, uh, I think that might kill him. Could mm. you catch him? Mm-mm. 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 Nope. Can your donkey swim? Yes. Oh yes, my god. Uh, this donkey makes me nervous. This is good. Emotionally. Uh you get the feeling that you could probably speed up the the flow of water by, you know, pulling the valve more. Right oh. now it's just kind of like trickling out because they accidentally kind of jostled it by hooking one of their hooks on it. That might actually be a good idea, right? We can just float up to the top on the other side. Or drown. <laughs> So, a pretty good yeah. idea. I mean, yes. remember, Vatan doesn't think he can drown at the moment. Okay, so in in Kerm's head, he's thinking like, this could be a pretty good idea. We could all float up to the top. Everyone will see that I did a good thing for the group. I'll be a hero. Mm-hmm. My God will love me. Um, and without consulting anyone at all, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do that. Yes. <laughs> he just kind of happily, like a like a little kid, just a giddy oh. look on his face kind of flops yes. flops up there and just yoink, yanks the... Yeah, just just pull on this valve as hard as I can. Uh, go ahead and roll me a strength. Let's go. 21. Holy oh, hell. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. You are invigorated. You, you're feeling the spirit move through you. You just... Yes. Rank. I want to be appreciated. You, uh, <laughs> you spin this thing all the way around and from where once was a, a little trickle down the sides of of the walls now comes a gushing blast of of water the the half pipes kind of throughout this entire maze like structure of a sewer just begin to fill up pretty remarkably quickly no. um, oh yeah <laughs> and uh the climbers down there are kind of like with within like a minute the climbers are up to like their their uh wastes in water repose gently flutters above the water <laughs> yeah uh as as time wears on it goes up and up and up and they're just kind of floating up there near the top as it gets more and more full go ahead and roll me some presences again because that's the only thing in this game kind of honestly <laughs> nine uh i got a 13 Six plus two i got an eight <laughs> okay so Kerm, you over the roar of the the pipes blasting out water, you hear uh, a very strange clicking sound. Oh God! A a bunch of them just like kind of kind of behind you guys, like in the water. Uh, no, no. It's it sounds more like it's on the wall behind you. Okay, okay, okay. I think that Kerm's thought is like, well, if they find out about this, they're not going to think I did a good job. So, <laughs> Kerm, Kerm, you precious, sweet summer child. I don't oh. want to know what that sound is because then it'll make me feel bad. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Lucas is with us, right? And Felix. That's true. Oh, yeah, we All do right. have other people. And Lucas, Lucas is definitely paranoid bastard, and he's looking around. So. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't do anything, this guy. No, he he tries to survive. Is what he does. Uh, he got a he got also a thirteen, so that beats the twelve. 
So, so he turns and he just, you, you hear this like terrified half sound come out of Lucas (laughs) and you see his eyes are wide and he's just pointing up at the wall as, um, those of you who turn to look, and I'm guessing that Kerm is just like not nope. I'm ignoring it completely. <laughs> I imagine Kerm just starts humming loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you turn to look at what, what Lucas is terrifiedly pointing at, you see it it kind of looks like a spider made out of like six or seven human bodies. Oh just rad. Like, ah! just, it's it's kind of just like working its way down the wall. And uh, at the end of at the end of each of its like legs are three or four hands kind of splayed out. Oh, so cool! Just my brethren. Where like its spider eyes would be, you know, they they have like eight eyes around in the circle on the top of their head. Mm -hmm. Each of those is like a human face. Yes, I was hoping you'd say that. And and like, and skin kind of like closes over them like they're blinking. It's it's just it is the worst (laughs) fucking thing. And it's just kind of, oh, and its mouth is is where you'd have the spider mandibles. They're kind of made out of like rib cages that are like clacking together. Oh, and that's yes. what the sound, the source of the sound was. Oh, it's just kind of going, yo, I'm so into this right now. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad it's because it's coming to try to kill you. <laughs> oh. Uh, does anyone else notice it, or just Lucas? Uh, well, I mean, Lucas noticed and screamed, and so everyone can now see. Ah, it. okay. So for uh, so I'm gonna be like Augustus is gonna be really excited by it. he like cracks his knuckles. <laughs> All right, everyone, roll me a d6 plus your agility for your um... more faces to punch. Oh, oh my it god! Got, it got so many. Uh, and I'll roll for the climbers because they are actually. At least one of them is probably going to try to get involved. The others are are floating. So we're starting with Vatan on nine. Uh, and we are currently on ropes, right? Oh, no, no. We're currently like floating. Uh, Well, you're either on the ledge or you're in the water. It's up to you if you would have waited for it to fully fill up before you hopped in or if you were just cool with floating. Oh, I think I think the the fun thing is that Vatan tests if he can breathe underwater. So he jumped down, got in, <laughs> went under, was like, Oop, nope, and then came back up. <laughs> sure can. <laughs> Counts as you tried. All right. Yeah. So then then you're close by, but you are in the water. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I'm going to like lose my stuff if I change. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to float away somewhere in the sewer. Never yeah. see it again. I guess I'm just going to try and swim up to it and maybe stab it with my Zweihander. It's not quite down to you guys yet. It's still okay. like 15 feet up on the wall. Um, it's definitely going to be moving up towards you guys on its turn, but for right now it's... Uh, okay. I'm not entirely sure what I can do at the moment because I have you could You could like get up out of the water because it's pretty close to the ledge now. You're a big enough dude that you could just like reach up and pull yourself the rest of the way. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, then then I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up out of the water. Okay, and then for your other one, you could uh, spend your action to like pull out your sword. Yeah, I'm going to do that, yeah. Okay, so you have sort of a preparatory turn. You get up on the mm-hmm. ledge, you pull out your sword. Uh, Augustus, players win ties, so it's next to you. Uh, I'm going to cast False Dawn. Oof. Okay, roll me a presence test, DR12. Oh, good lord. Let's do... I have a plus two. Let's see. 16. 
Town. Amazing. Okay, so where are you putting this, and what what are you doing? Oh, you said false dawn, hand. so light. Okay, at my hand. So here's no, no. Here's how it's here's how it is. Augustus looks towards this guy, uh, and is just like, you know what? I think you're worthy of this. And <laughs> and he looks at, it, hey Felix, get it out. And then Felix has this box. He opens it, and as Augustus reaches over to grab it, that's when he casts False Dawn to look that like extra. And he gets the, and he gets the snake skin dagger. Amazing. So, well, your False Dawn has uh, a secondary effect. It is blinded by the light that you shine at it. Its horrible <laughs> little face eyes kind of like all slam shut. And uh, it screeches a little bit out of its creepy uh, ribcage mouth. Hmm. So it stops moving and it's just kind of like holding its its limbs up to try to block the light off of its face. As you retrieve the instant kill death dagger. And I like stalk forward like a slow walk. Okay. You get kind of halfway up to it and that's that'll be the end of your turn. It's turn. It's going to try to approach despite the light. Yeah, that lasts 3d10 minutes, so it's yeah, it's going to be there for the rest of this thing's lifespan probably. <laughs> uh, it did get a natural 20, so it's it's cool with resisting. It can move forward. Its eyes kind of like slightly open up. It still seems just furious pissed that this light is in its face. And it uh yeah, it approaches and is going to rear up and try to bite uh Augustus. So Felix gives me a plus two to attack and defense. Mm-hmm. Felix so. is kind of like throwing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Felix has found a big collection of rocks while you've been walking and is just throwing them at this thing's eyes. Oh so if this is Felix's role, then that's great because it's an 18. Amazing. Uh, that's, you do not get bit. This thing, as you got closer to it, you see that it has like weird tongues inside of its mouth too, that kind of look like they might be spinal cords and they're just kind of like spinning around like a weed whacker inside its mouth. So you're, you're not looking forward to the idea of going inside that thing. (laughs) No, but I am Mm. looking forward to turning that into a bed frame. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Next is Boris, the climber. He uh, is still up there with you guys. He didn't get down into the water. And he reaches out behind him and pulls out a little hand crossbow that he cocks and puts a a bolt in and fires. And that'll be his turn. Ooh, he hit. Might actually do some damage. Nope. Never mind. (laughs) It kind of just gets stuck in the thing and the thing doesn't even seem to notice. He looks a little... Uh, dejected. <laughs> Alright, next is Reposed. Yeah, Reposed will also take out their crossbow and is gonna try to shoot this thing. I'm just gonna burn an omen, because why not? Otherwise I can't hit. Come on. Maybe I'll do better. <laughs> oh, I did! I don't know if that's enough, but it's a 13. That is enough. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh. Awesome. Two! Awesome. Uh, it that beats the one that Boris just threw, so... Yeah. Um, but the armor uh, soaks all of it. So, once again, it looks like the crossbow bolt, bolt kind of sinks into it, but doesn't really slow it down even a little bit. Uh, next, we have Lucas, who is in the danger zone. 
Um, but I think he might be a little bit scared because he's it's kind of in between you guys and him. And oh. so this this might actually force him to do something useful for a change. Oh. So he pulls out his sword and he's going to take an attack. Hey, he actually got a decent one. Come on. Mm-hmm. Put some damage on this thing. Maybe. (laughs) Armor soaked it completely. Oh, no. Oh, God. All right. Uh, So Lucas tries. You can see him trying. Okay. (laughs) Vatan probably yells out, like, encouragement. Is all like, yeah, Lucas, you got this, boss. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Forever GM Presents Merkborg. If you want to keep up with the show, you can find us on Twitter at Forever GM Pod, that's with the number four, or you can visit our website at www.forevergm.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for some more Merkborg. <laughs>